And I think we all have a responsibility to be more thoughtful about how we're moving forward in this changing world with social media. Mm -hmm. And we need to keep our integrity, be smart, because I think we have the power to kind of either we, we, I think we have the power to tame the beast. You know what For I mean? Sure. Like it's up to us. Welcome back to the podcast, Booked on Singency, season two, 2020. Here we are. We're doing great. You guys are doing great. This is going to be a great season for podcasts. Um, last year, we kicked this whole thing off about mid-year, and we were able to get four amazing episodes under our belt, plus two bonus episodes. So if you haven't checked those out, please do. Thank you to all those that have already checked it out. You can stream it literally anywhere podcasts are available, Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor.fm, and so much more. Um, this year, we plan on bringing you a ton of episodes, as many as we can do um, in these 12 months. And uh, we've already got a bunch of podcasts lined up, recorded, we're underway. We're going to bring you the best in um, agents, agency owners, photographers, models, anyone we can speak to to give you a further in-depth in look into what goes on in the modeling and talent world. Um and uh, yeah, we're just super excited for the season. We're gonna have a lot of new guests on. It's gonna be great. Uh, which brings me to today. I'm joined by Emily of Photogenics. She's a senior agent there at Photogenics. And it's just a really great episode. We learned so much about her and about Photogenics and about what they're doing in their day-to-day. And um, hopefully you can pick up some good information here. Um, we learned from Emily about her journey from Ohio to Seattle to LA. Um, about how she got started with photogenics from the ground up uh, to where to being a senior agent. Um, what else did we learn? We learned we talked about social media quite a bit in depth, uh, which is really great because it's always amazing to hear everyone's perspective on social media and how it um, influences our society and culture. And I really feel like Emily and us here at Singency have a lot of the same ideas. Um, so it was really cool to hear her perspective on that. And uh, yeah, we talk a little bit about the candle company that Photogenics runs. It's really interesting. Um, and just all the creativeness that they're doing and working with over at Photogenics. It's uh, just a really great episode. So without further ado, let's jump in. Let's get into it. Thank you guys for listening. We're back season two 2020 <laughs> booked on singency the pod cast um i'm here with emily from photogenics hello hey welcome thank downtown. you thank you for having me of course um why don't we we get started by an introduction you introduce yourself like what you do at photogenics okay. Okay. yeah um my name is Emily, as we know. I am a senior agent at Photogenics. I work on the print board and the runway board for both men and women. So I'm just booking away all day. Just kicking butt all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And uh, so where did you grow up? Or have you been in LA this whole time? Did you grow no. up here? No? Um, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, right. just outside of Cleveland. Um, 
had a lovely little sweet Midwestern upbringing. Um, but I always, I always loved fashion from from what I was exposed to from where I grew up. Um, the little bit that I did see was always very appealing to me. Sure. Um, so that was kind of always in my head. And I was a ballerina when I was younger, and that's what I was pursuing for most of my my young and my teen years. And that was sort of my ticket out of out was of town. Dancing? Yeah, that's so crazy. Not to interrupt, but I had this crazy uh, thought yesterday that. What if what if Emily was trying to become like a prima ballerina or like something? It was Why? just like this, Why? this How random you? thing. That's I don't know. So crazy. It was so bizarre. Maybe I'm making it up, but I'm not. I swear to God, That's I'm not. That's <laughs> wild. I was. So, that was that was the plan. So how did you get interested in dancing, like in um, ba- ballet? Like anybody else, when I was like three, my mom put me in okay. dance classes, yeah. and then I loved it. And then I was like, oh, I'm good at this. And then I. Um, it just became my whole world and my passion and I pursued it. You know, I was very focused and driven from a very young age uh, to pursue it. And I, mm. it was, I was very serious, just um, training every day sure. from like nine years old on. And then I, when I was 17, I got into a pretty prestigious ballet school in Seattle. And so I hit the road. Yeah. I dropped out of Came high out school. West. I finished school <laughs> online, but I I was my parents were very supportive and they you know they backed me and to pursue it and I I moved to Seattle when I was seventeen and then I I was training for two years and I was training in Seattle and then I was in Miami at a school down there for a year. Okay. And then it just didn't really it just wasn't happening it was a hard time the arts obviously were were suffering this was probably like 2006 2007 so um it was very hard for everybody but for the dancers and those pursuing the arts trying to get into the ballet companies Mm -hmm. the companies were struggling financially and you know it was a lot of that and i kind of hit this moment where i was like maybe this isn't gonna play out for me yeah so it was difficult I was only 19 but it was a very difficult sort of shift for me to be like well what am I gonna do now Mm. um and I really was like the only thing I've ever cared about as much as ballet was fashion um which is kind of vague but just I knew I wanted to stay in the arts in some way and that that was the world that I that I belonged in, I wasn't ready to leave that just sort of, you know, something about the, the, the fantasy of it all and the beauty of it all and fashion and ballet, I think really go hand in hand in a lot of ways. So I knew that I wanted to stay amongst those types of people. people. Yeah. What Um, was it about ballet? Like, was it the structure aside from dancing and like, you know, which is great and um, but was it like the structure that kind of kept you in it and motivated, like aside from the arts too? Like, did you see yourself kind of like, hey, this gives me a, a direction and structure? Um, I don't know if that's what kept me in it. I think that was just like a natural part of it, that mm. it is very structured and disciplined art. I just, it was, it was just, it was my art, you know, sure. it's just, okay. it was, it was just my love for sure. And Way my, my kind passion. kind of express yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was what I wanted to 
what I wanted to pursue and to be and to follow. That makes more like that makes sense like that you can express yourself through that because then yeah. transitioning into fashion, right? It's more of a self-expression, I suppose, yeah. as well too. Yeah, is that what kind of drew you to fashion? Then? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and I think the yeah, I think definitely, and I I knew I also knew that I wanted you know if I'm gonna walk away from this career. Um, this dance career, I sort of was like, all right, well, then I'm going to kind of really flip it around. I'm going to be a businesswoman. I'm going to have a career. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pursue that path. Like, I'm going to go this way now. So then I came to L.A., for to go to FITM, the Fashion Institute, okay, which is like right? around the corner yeah. from where we are. I drove far. by and I was having some nostalgia. <laughs> um, good so and yeah. bad memories. You're just like, no, oh, it was no, good. It was all, it good? Was all okay. good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, so yeah, I found out about the school from a friend and I was like, okay, like this, I, this, this could be my new path. And I got into the school and I moved out here and I've been here ever since. But then, so as soon as I got out here, I was studying in school but I was working in the fashion industry right away Mm -hmm. um I worked at a showroom I did retail I did all sort of different things throughout college um all within the within the industry kind of popping around and seeing just what opportunities were out there from when I graduated and what I really wanted to pursue obviously the fashion industry is huge right. and there are many pockets and there's so a many lot. different areas right that yeah. you can jump into exactly did you know at that time like where you wanted to go or was it no oh my like, god i had no idea yeah, I'm just, i like fashion i'm just gonna yeah. kind of figure this out no and, i was i was yeah. i was pretty there goes the probably fans. your typical like college like i knew the industry i wanted to be in but i i had no idea really what opportunities sure were out there for me um, or what I very like I didn't have anything specific I wasn't like I'm gonna go be an agent on a modeling agency yeah. like that didn't really occur to me I always loved the world the modeling world supermodels and um, you know I didn't know the behind the scenes of it really mm-hmm. um, did you know that and being an agent could be an option like was that something that was kind of like you yeah, know like when I, I that's when there. I was younger when I was living in Miami and I was dancing, I had a friend who was a model there Mm. and she was a few years older than me and like super cool and glamorous. And I thought she was just really just like, Oh, I loved hanging out with her. Like older sister kind of like, I just thought she was like, I wanted to borrow her clothes and like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then, and I remember this so specifically, I went to dinner with her once and her agent was at the dinner. And I think that was the first time that I ever was like, Oh, you have an agent. Like this is what this is. Mm. And I remember her agent was, super fun and cool also and I was like I like this like this is (laughs) that's so cool this is just you know I don't know there was something about it that clicked yeah yeah that really it excited me didn't think about it for years um after you know I stopped dancing I left Miami I was here I was in school da 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 um so long story short, I'm really rambling. No, you do great. Um, <laughs> Tell us all the info. <laughs> My dear friends had a clothing line based out of downtown L.A. They were obviously booking models. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend gave me the email to the agent that they worked with at Photogenics to reach out about job opportunities. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I did. And they offered me an internship. 
and I somehow made it work and I was still working, but I interned and I started, <coughs> excuse me, I started and I, um, I started interning and this was like eight years ago probably. Okay. Um, and then one thing led to another and people, people left and then other agents moved up and then there, be, there was a space available to oversee the art department and mm. they hired me and I've been there ever since and I've kind of just went through all the, all the different tiers of, of the different areas of, of the agency and the different uh, positions and divisions and... That's great. I feel like that's the perfect way to kind of like come into a company's from the ground up. Yes. In a sense, like obviously like everyone wants to grow. I think it's rare to grow, too. But yeah, you learn so much, Yeah, right? I think it's rare to have, to have the experience that I feel very fortunate to have had at a company where, especially with our, our generation now, I think people are, I don't know, I think staying at a company and growing at a com- with a company is not as, traditional as it used um, to be yeah Yeah, it's not it doesn't happen as much as it as it used to and i um it's not for everyone of course but for me i feel very grateful to have had that experience and i think and many of my colleagues have had the same experience where we all sort of started as interns and worked our way up and i think it creates it creates a really special culture at the company so i think that that's um that's a big part of, I think, what makes photogenics photogenics is that that culture, culture. Of, of sort of really coming up from within. That's really cool. Yeah, because I feel like if you're a person that's there for that long, you get to help shape that culture. right? Yeah. If people completely. are coming and going so much, how do you hold on to exactly? To We're all culture? very invested right. in the agency, mm. in what it stands for, in what it it what it produces in what it reflects just all of that it means it means a lot to us and it's much more than just you know a job that we show up at nine and leave it's it's you know it's so important and i think yeah yeah, especially with what we do in managing talent it's it's personal and you can't you know it's you really have to take pride in that and if you're if you're not taking pride in the agency itself, then I don't think you're gonna have, take pride in the work you're doing at the agency. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. They go hand in hand. And I feel like your talent too, like you're creating a long term relationship with them as well. So yeah. if the employees of an agency keep turning over, how do you create that bond? That right. like loyalty, that trust, that relationship. Right. Yeah. With your talent as well. So yeah. That's really cool. So w- when you started with Photogenics, maybe we should back up. Maybe we should tell the listener. <laughs> that was a lot of info. I just threw it throughout. Dude, I know I have so many questions, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but let's back up and the important stuff. Let's tell let's tell the listeners like what is photogenics because you're not just like a modeling agency, right? right. There's a lot of creative arts surrounding photogenics, right? Um, we sort of describe ourselves as a, as an art driven agency. Um, at our core, we started as a modeling agency. We've expanded um, throughout the years. We we have our our modeling board. We also have a commercial division, and we have a creatives division, and um, everybody works collectively, but. There's a lot of diff- there's a lot of moving parts under the umbrella of okay. the agency, but in addition to that, we really pride ourselves in the idea of being art driven. Um, 
the aesthetic of the brand. We've created multiple art books, um, editorial shoots that were put together and we made these gorgeous books and, um, you know, it's, yeah, when I look at your, uh, online presence for photogenics, yeah, uh, it's one of the more captivating agencies we work with. Like, thank you. I think too, like, I don't know about you, Ryan, but like, uh, I love look, scrolling the images and seeing all the new works that your your artists and your talent are yeah. developing. And yeah, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, because that's really the goal. Like we, I was like, what cool photo or like weird yes. imagery can I like repost today? Like, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. our art department and our creative team and our social media and everybody, everyone works so hard on the imaging that we're putting mm-hmm. forward because um, it's really at the core of of what we are as sort of wanting to be you know just really being ahead of the times and being just creative and innovative and with everything with the whole aesthetic and the design of of the brand of of the agency Mm. that's what we've really really pushed to strive for um as we've grown and it's almost sort of just very natural i think for for us um it's just always kind of been yeah what we are. I don't know how to explain it. I'm so from at the a loss start, for words no, no, the, I, I get what you're saying. From the start, you've kind of always photogenics has always had this kind of like overarching, like uh, all encompassing creativeness, right? Yes. Like yeah, multifaceted uh, agency. Yeah, which is really cool. So with when you started, you said you started um, in the art department. Yeah. So what did you learn there? What were your like day to day there starting out with art Art department is it's it's intense because there's a lot coming at you at once. Um, in the simplest terms, ev- any imaging that's happening mm-hmm. for everybody on the board is coming to art department to be saved, to be archived, to be put uploaded onto the website into the model portfolios to be printed to be put in their actual physical portfolios that they're bringing to casting so every editorial that's being shot every test shoot that's being shot every campaign that's being shot all of that material is coming through art department to be organized printed uploaded all of that saved wow among other things so after like all that the creativeness is done it comes to you to kind of like handle and take to the next step. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's great. It's a great position and a place to be when you're first starting, because I think you learn so much, Mm -hmm. um, right away, you know, you're learning the, the, of course you're, you're right away being, seeing all the models and all the faces and learning faces and names and all of that. Um, but then you're learning the photographers, the magazines, the creative directors, every, the producers who are putting the shoots together. Just a lot of the language of the industry. I think you learn That's in cool. that in that world, which is which is great. Because there's remember, so much that goes on that you you're remember like, some of that language that you learn. Like what what's an example? Like for for listeners and people, well, or think, maybe me even. Like what, I, I don't know. Like what do you? Well, I think when you're getting in like editorial images and. Mm you're cc'd on emails you're seeing the call sheets you're seeing the whole the okay. whole list of everybody who's a part of the production i mean kind of learning it, the whole back end exactly through yeah like through what goes in. into a photo shoot i mean i didn't know what was what was happening yeah. when i started interning like i didn't know it's more than just the camera that There's huge like, world exactly yeah. yeah there's production people there's 
yeah. Yeah, production and camera and yeah. assistants and um, hair and makeup and the stylist and the stylist assistant and, you know. Craft the, services. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> Gotta have the food. Totally. Um, <laughs> yeah, just the, the ins and outs of, of what goes into creating the end result, which is yeah. a beautiful Vogue cover or an editorial spread or a billboard on sunset, like whatever it might be, just everything that goes into creating that from the first email you get from a client saying, Hey, we're looking for a model for this yeah. till to all the way to the end product. Like there's just so much in between. And I to have learn. to imagine that's like really exciting to like see those initial steps on a project to the final oh, yeah. finished product, like on a billboard oh, yeah, it's or the in a best. magazine. It's like, so great. Like that's our work. That's us. Like yeah. we did that, you know? Yeah. It's so yeah. great. Especially when, you know, the most fulfilling thing is to just, is when just to see the successes of a model who mm-hmm. you have pushed for and worked hard for and supported and, and just championed through their career and then they have their big moment or a few smaller moments that are amazing moments or whatever, what have you reached some kind of goal that they wanted or just got an amazing job or, you know, working with a photographer they always wanted to work with or a brand that they, that they had always wanted to work with and they get that job and it's, it's, you're just, it's really, it's wonderful. Like everyone can, everyone's succeeding and growing and reaching those goals. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. So to, to back up a little bit, you said, uh, you know, you came out to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, while you were in Seattle, like, what did you learn there? Did you learn anything that, like, led you to L.A.? Like, obviously, you were following fashion and dance and, like, you came no. to L.A. for fit them, But, like, were you in Seattle just like, hey, I'm just, I'm just being When you. I was in Seattle, I was dancing. And so that was my main focus. But very, um, I followed fashion. Okay then so you didn't already. necessarily know you were going to be in LA. but i wasn't in i wasn't in the mindset of pursuing a career in fashion yet gotcha. but i followed it since i was young always um you know just getting the magazines and yeah like kind back, of just being interested in like like that the, i think yeah. that like the blogs were starting hmm. back then like 2004 2005 i feel like that was when blogs really were hitting yeah and I, oh my God, I just loved all the, the blogs and like the girls in their outfits and all of sure. that. It was just, I feel like that's I loved still it. really popular. Do you yeah. Know? Now it's like Instagram and it's, right. I mean, it's evolved so much. It's a high level of blog, Oh my gosh. Blogness. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Blogging. I don't know. Yeah. Well now it's, oh my gosh, it's like just, me. it's a whole different animal with the, the social media and you yeah. know, the crazy followings and the money that's going towards that and the pushing of the products and all of that. Let's talk about that a little bit. Cause <laughs> I feel like it's always interesting to learn. I feel like talking to, if you talk to Ryan, if you talk to me or we talk to you or we talk to your agency, like everyone's kind of like view on social media is different or mm-hmm. like how we use it. So I feel like it's always interesting for the listeners. Like, do you, overall, I guess, like, do you think it's like a good thing in, in the industry and, I think that I have a different um, a yeah, different perspective on social media, both personally and professionally. Okay. Personally, I don't. I enjoy it, but I I'm very careful with. I'm I'm very conscious about how much I'm on it, and I'm very careful about like the way that who I'm following the way honestly that just like the feed is curated for myself mm-hmm. because I think even for adults it can it can turn very negative 
and I'm not about that. And I'm not super into the pushing of the products when it feels really insincere and inauthentic. I think that there are laws now that are coming into play, which are good that are protecting uh, consumers Consumers, from that, which is important. Um, Is that more like the, you can see who it's sponsored by type of stuff. Yeah. Like when people do like hashtag ad, like they're doing that because it's the law. Right. (laughs) Like it's, you know, you have to tell people that you're promoting something. Yeah. Because unfortunately there are people as with anything that are not, that are dishonest or inauthentic or what have you. And it can really hurt people to, you know, to whatever extent they're pushing some kind of product or, you know, well, if I they're know. idolizing somebody on social right. media that they see it, and then they're going to take everything for yeah. face value. Just it like, gets that very person's 100% too. into this, yeah. even though they might, might not be on the back end, but yeah. they're promoting it. So you as a fan is just like, I'm going to consume whatever they consume, even if it might be bad right. for you. And I, unfortunately, I think that there are some people who have obtained an enormous amount of power on social media who either don't necessarily have the tools to be able to use it appropriately or don't use it for the right reasons, what have you. And that scares me. But, you know, we're all doing our best, you know? But professionally, I think, um, and I will only speak for photogenics and our creatives division, but we are only interested in signing people who are authentic and true to who they are. Mm. And this is, I'm speaking of, you know, people with a following on social media, they're artists, they're this, they're that, Um, but they have something to say. There's meaning behind the numbers. Mm. Um, You know, we're just, they're growing something of value yes. overall. Yeah. There's, there's it. You can't deny that having a million social media followers is going to make your business. And when I say business, I mean them as a person sure. be bet more successful. Cause that's just is what it is. But the person who is, doing good or having something to say or is authentic in their art or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they're creating with a million followers is in maybe more long-term, but is going to be more successful than the person that has nothing to say. That's what I think. That's what photogenics thinks. Those are the people that we're bringing on. Um, cause you know, we have a responsibility too. Of course. Yeah. You're associated with it. Right. You're there to like work and, together right right? and i think that people can get a bit just you know they just see the the numbers or the dollar signs Uh and then they're not we're losing integrity yeah and that both personally and professionally i'm not about and i think it's scary and i think we all have a responsibility to be more thoughtful about how we're moving forward in this changing world with social media Mm -hmm. and we need to keep our integrity, be smart because I think we have the power to kind of either we, we, I think we have the power to tame the beast. You know what For I mean? Sure. Like it's up to us yeah, as, as whatever, si- what, yeah, yeah, like whatever side you're on it, whether you're a consumer, whether you're an influencer, whoever you are, an agent, I think we have the power and the responsibility to do what's right. 
man, I love that. You know what I mean? I feel like you nailed it. <laughs> Did I feel like yeah. I'm rambling on? <laughs> no, I, I feel like you nailed it. And this is so bizarre too because um, I made a blog post on the Stingency blog recently about just that, what you're talking about, about more so I guess like kind of both worlds of what you were talking about with um, professional and personal mm-hmm. social media and more so on the personal side. I was listening to a podcast towards the end of the year last year, <clears throat> excuse me, and they were talking about just that, like, how do you diversify maybe if you're an agent or you're in music or whatever industry you're in and you're trying to like work with different people or just like diversify what you're following. And mm-hmm. I realized that like a lot of us don't take time to do a social media audit oh, on yeah. ourselves. Like, because like you were saying, my feed personally was like starting to just like not interest me kind of like, Oh yeah. It wasn't depressing I or negative. Marie but I just, Kondo'd yeah. my Instagram last year. You, you know that what? whole Marie Kondo thing? No. What does that tell it's me? It's like <laughs> she comes into your house and she's oh, like, does she this spark joy? Did she do all the clothing? She folds. She folds. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. But it was like a real big trend um, last year. But I started. I did it to my Instagram. No, No, it's good. It's like this chair in my house. Mm. Does this spark joy? No, it's got to go. We're donating it. Yes. But I did it on my Instagram. Cool. And I was just scrolling, and everything I saw, I was like, "Is this sparking joy?" No. Boop. Got to go. Yeah. And I'm telling you, gone girl. It really, it really. It was really something. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I looking at this if I'm not enjoying it? It's almost like we're all torturing ourselves on this thing. Like, let's not. Yeah, you feel obligated to follow stuff. Or maybe you did follow something that did spark joy, but it's a lot. But it doesn't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you're just like, I don't know. Like, I still like this company, but their posts are just like not really. Totally. Giving me joy or creativity or stimulating me. Like. And that's how I and felt And it's okay, too. just unfollow. Some or you could mute. Stuck me and I was just like, this. You do what? Mute? You can mute also. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you don't want to hurt people's feelings. But I feel I'm just like, <laughs> you know. They're taking, well, I guess on your own profile, you can see the number of followers, but they've taken away like those like numbers. Oh, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I think it's great too. I haven't really, myself as a viewer and consumer of social media, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, And I feel like on my own stuff too, I'm able to just post a little bit more freely and. Yeah, I think it's great. It brings it back down to the message of what you were saying earlier. It's just like the value, like, Right. I think that the no likes thing is great. And I know that people were worried professionally Mm -hmm. because, but people who are, who do have high numbers and like run businesses on their Instagram, they can still see their analytics. Right. So they share that with the client. So they don't know it does. No one needs. They can see the likes, but nobody just to be like, "Hi, these are my analytics. Yeah, so here's my, my rate." Like, yeah. of course, you need to do that. You're running a business, but it's more, I think, for the outside seeing the likes, and then people feeling bad and just yeah. you know, Trying especially the young kids. Like, Oof, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, and um, I think that was the biggest thing. We we even touched on it too in like our blog a little bit. Like, how is this new social media going to like affect? you know, the industry, like the entertainment industry and talent mm-hmm. industry, there's a lot of influencers, but yeah, as you mentioned, like on the back end, the user can see their own stats and mm-hmm. numbers and use that for their business. Yeah. I think um, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's having any negative effect on think, people. Do you think there's any- unless it's just like their <laughs> ego, but that's sure. good. That should be checked anyway. Yeah, I think <laughs> keep that on the yeah. curb. Yeah. Um, do you think there's people that, cause I, I tried this for a minute just to see, but you can click on 
someone's likes and then count the number of people that liked it. You did that? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I stopped halfway because I was like, oh, this is too much counting. Like this, like, but do you but think people you sit can... there? Do you think young kids sit there and like count like still because they can't see the actual number of likes? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how they're validated. Right. Is by how many people like yeah. their stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's like in I school right now with the kids. Like, like I, it's, it, it's scary. It is scary. But like, now everyone's on TikTok. I know. Do you I have a TikTok? No. Do you dance? No? no. You don't do any of your amazing no, dance No, it makes moves me feel really old. I don't get <laughs> it. I don't understand it. it. I don't think it's. Do you have app- one? Yeah, but I'm just trying to like see what works and nothing's really working. I don't. And I don't. I dance, don't understand so. it. Um, you don't, don't know. renegade. Renegade is that yeah, a dance move? See, see, you're no, old too. <laughs> it's a whole thing on the internet on TikTok. Oh my gosh! I don't you know, know who's great on social media, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone knows this. Will Smith. Oh yeah, he posts TikToks that yeah. are funny. That's kind of I TikToks, think I only know about Instagram, good ones from YouTube. his thing. Oh my god, he's crushing yeah, he's funny. It he's really he's got his finger on the pulse. He's oh. like keeping up with the kids. And what's great about Will Smith is that he's just himself. He's always yeah. been himself. That's See, why that's he's so what lovable. I'm talking about. We yeah. need some authenticity. Yeah, and people are drawn. I mean, it's Will Smith. Obviously, we all love Will yeah. Smith, but people are drawn to authenticity. I really, really believe that mm-hmm. to be true. So with authenticity, like there's a, there's kind of like a difference of someone like just truly being themselves mm-hmm. and someone trying to be themselves. Do you ever right. notice that? Like where some, somebody's like, I really have to be authentic. What do I say? And you can tell that their posts are just like a little too forced because they're tr- really trying to like show themselves, but yeah. it comes off a little still forced. Yeah. Well, I, I just don't, I just don't think, and you shouldn't try too hard yeah, at anything, just put it really. Just be you. Yeah, but I understand there's a lot of pressure, sure. especially that's another thing in the industry with the models. They know that a lot of the clients are looking at their social media, their personal. Well, and do how they many have numbers? Ones, it's usually they just have one. One, okay. And how many followers they have, and so that I think stresses them out to be honest, but I always tell them be authentic Mm -hmm. on there. Um, post your work obviously so that they can see and tag the teams and the photographers and create a community for yourself that is positive and promotes the work that you're doing. And just, I don't know. I just feel like you can't sweat it. Sure. And if you're going to get a million followers authentically, I don't really think, there's necessarily an equation yeah. for that anymore. I don't think so either. Um, Cause it's just, it's so uh, flooded with people using social media that yeah. I feel like if you're early, an early adopter, maybe, maybe with TikTok, if you're an early adopter, right. like you can grow that really rapidly. Right. But now, yeah, yeah you just got to let it fly. And like, just yeah. be you. And- but I will say that there's, there are the creatives and the the influencers with the social media followings. There are models who are traditional models who also have high followings. But then there are models who are just models, don't have crazy numbers, but they're working too. Mm-hmm. Like there's space for everybody. I totally, don't think 100%. that from from my experience, I don't see that if you don't have whatever would be considered a substantial amount of Instagram followers, I don't see that equating to you're not going to work. You Mm -hmm. are. If you're a good model, you're going to work. 
I think that there is space for everybody, yeah. for all of those different realms of talent, you know? For sure. Let's Creatives. talk about that a little bit more. So now jumping forward as from art department to mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. agent, mm-hmm. Is what kind of like um, coaching or training goes into like working with new talent? Um, you know, you mentioned a little bit about like encouraging your talent to be themselves and authentic, right. authentic like on right. social media, but what else encompasses like bringing somebody on? Um, depending on the point in their career that we sign a model, but if we're talking about, let's say we, um, we scout a young person on the street or at a concert or what sure. have you. Um, and they've never modeled before. We, we would consider them what we call a new face. Um, so we have an entire division devoted to new faces where you bring them in and you just focus on developing them, meaning teaching them the ins and outs of everything that goes into pursuing a career in modeling. You also start setting them up on shoots. So you're developing them personally, and then you're also developing their portfolio. Okay. So that when they go and they meet clients, they have a portfolio to show. And is that kind of like standard throughout the industry? Like when you bring on a new face, like, cause I feel like yeah. all agencies have that category. That's what that is. Yeah. You're development. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. they, but they're obviously like, if they can get a job, they will they'll go out on that job. Oh yeah. Yeah. And do all that. Yeah. All the normal oh, stuff. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So then if you have someone that's more established, uh-huh. it, do you still find that there's a learning curve? Cause obviously I feel like there's a partnership between the, the talent and the agency and you're needed for a reason. They still need guidance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're always, all, everyone's learning all the time, Yeah, you know, especially I think a more seasoned model is learning in a similar way that we are as the industry shifts because a model who's been modeling for 10 years, 10 years ago, they were working in a completely different industry. You know what I mean? So we're also kind of growing and learning and changing in that way alongside the industry. So the more seasoned models are are changing in that way where the new faces are learning what's going on today forward. And in 10 years, they're going to experience the same thing. You know, we're constantly growing and evolving. How have you seen technology change the industry? Um, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's so much just in. I mean, everything's digital. Back in the day, this is before my time, but, you know, people were, I mean, everything was just You'd sit on at paper. You'd like this, right? Like, and you would, you would messenger over books or yeah. Polaroids or what have you. And now, I mean, everything's digital. Everything's saved on the Dropbox. We used to, this was actually my time, we used to get the magazines with, the editorials in them and we would tear them, rip out the, what we call tear sheets and we would scan them right (laughs) up onto the computer and then put those in their digital book. But now we just get high res. We transfer boom, 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 you know, done and done. Obviously it's good. I'm not like anti tech, but there is this, you know, an old soul in me that's like, ah, you know, the old days. You know what I mean? Uh, the old days, the wagons, and yeah, sitting out by the field, and like real Polaroid uh, cameras, like yeah, we don't do that anymore. No, not at all. Not mm-hmm. even just a little bit. I feel like I've been seeing Polaroids come back a little bit, but it's trendy now. We have comeback. the like mini, 
what's yeah. that the mini one uh, we have know. that in the office that we use for fun but we don't like shoot polaroids of the models that's okay. what they used to do and then they would put them in an envelope and send them to like the client test shots right or something like that or just in general um or? polaroids is like if the model just comes in street clothes no makeup yeah. it's like just a snapshot of what they look like natural, natural. yeah no production nothing but now we just shoot it on a camera right yeah right digital camera ryan was telling us um that the way stringency started was because of that exact thing like agents sitting at a table sharing folders and rolodexes passing stuff across to one another yeah and just yeah. and ryan being like oh dang we could do this better oh for sure <laughs> like, i mean before stringency our charting was loose it was uh, we like it was digital but it was it, yeah it was messy how, it was just how has stringency like played a part so much i mean so uh, much plug no i'm just kidding no totally though <laughs> i mean it, it's a whole it's a game changer to have cool. just i don't know how to explain it like it's just user so user friendly and just to be able to see everything in one place organized yeah. and just just everything's just there and you, yeah, you I have to leave to that one it. screen, that dashboard. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and before it was, I don't know. I mean, there's there's different systems that I think everybody was using, but this is just it's just makes our work easier because we don't we have to put less energy into making sure things are organized on right. the charting side of things and we can put more energy into the clients and the models sure because we know that it's like we just do this boom 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 it's there we're good Saved. next you know it's not it's a lot less admin work probably like when on you our said end. you first started right like you're yeah. is it the same with all the, all the art direction stuff now too is it a little bit more automated and yeah faster oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah everything's a lot more condensed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a lot quicker, cleaner, efficient. That's cool. Have yeah. you have you noticed anything else in uh, the modeling or talent world where tech is outside, even outside of stringency, like has played a part in day to day work? Um. Maybe on jobs or. I think like everything. I'm, I'm I don't know. Yeah. I just feel yeah. like every well, everything's on our phone. Sure, that's true. Even you can, you just can contact anyone you need yeah. to photos send stuff and like oh um, what's it called when you oh airdrop airdrop is a game changer when we just get a ton of images at once yeah. or we're even shooting videos of the model on our phone a runway video totally. or what have you we can just airdrop it all to our computer our our desktop or another agent's phone like that. I literally That's learned crazy. about AirDrop about a year or two oh, yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had some friends. I'm like, pretty hey, new myself. Photos and it just popped yeah. up. I was like, how did you do have that? Have you ever gotten one from so, uh, like a stranger? No. <laughs> uh, I have. At, like at the airport or something. I'm like, what? Hello? Because it just pops <laughs> up. It's you? so easy to like yeah. accidentally, if you're around a lot of Hopefully people, it's, it's kind PC of funny. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know at the LAX airport. Yeah. What you it gets get. a little dodgy like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but that's great. Yeah, I, you're right. With our phones, it's just amazing. I and think, so many yeah, people can create phones are videos, like oh not even God. just social media videos, but like high res, like quality no, photos it's crazy. and videos for work. Especially, I think, with the creatives and the people, the Instagram people, film, you know, they're 
tripods and like the lights yeah. that connect to the phone now and they're shooting these beauty tutorials oh and God. it's it's incredible I want to get the one tools of those that they podcasts. have <laughs> yeah you should we should have, we have cool lighting you know? yeah yeah i love that the glow up but there's so many tools to with truly just these phones and like a hard drive maybe you can start your own business like you can it's just everything's right there for you scanning signing documents oh my god yeah. that's one thing we didn't back we used to what did we do fax did it no scan it? it we would scan it in like a big scanner mm -hmm. to somebody and then they would have to print it sign mm -hmm. it and then scan it back Such but now yeah i just sign it right on my phone with my finger yeah <laughs> like it's so weird easy i yeah. love that yeah. you can do whatever you want you run your whole business from these iphones yeah it's pretty crazy. incredible I this is like an apple plug myself i saw the six didn't mean to do that oh i think i do too <laughs> i still have the the button the home button okay my home button i like it stopped working and now i've got like a digital home button that lives on the screen <laughs> that's it's weird. so annoying like it's like every time i want to click out stuff it takes me like you know, you have that brain fog where you're like, how do I exit this yeah. app? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the, um, I don't have it, but the face thing freaks me out. Oh, face recognition, like to yeah. like log in. It to freaks your phone? me out. Yeah. yeah, I don't do that either. I'm just like, it makes me nervous. Do you, do you have like a, your own personal emoji? Oh, yeah, I have okay. that. That's fun. I like <laughs> We're that. Have to see that. I'm maybe. down for the Put emojis the and the memoji or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's called. memoji. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fun. Ryan, do you I have like one? all the fun stuff. No, Ryan says no. No. Oh, man. Well, we just set up one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's easy. And then you like whenever something's funny in the group chat or something, you can just like send a meme emoji of you. Yeah, laughing. you just send a. It's so narcissistic. <laughs> it's just like a photo, a cartoon <laughs> of you like reacting to what somebody says. Yeah, it's like all the emojis, but your uh, likeness of your face. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a long time to make your head explode. Like an embarrassingly yeah. long amount of time. I feel like the one where there's like the one tier. I can't tell. If I'm laugh crying or I'm gangster. They're smiling like though, right? I got right? Like a tear job. You know? Yeah. I think it's smiling though. It could be both. <laughs> yeah. Like a crying gangster. What's your, what's your most used emoji? What do you send like your go-to that's just like a casual, works for everything? Oh, I like the cartwheel girl. Really? Mm -hmm. So someone's like, hey, meet me at the beach. You're like, cartwheel? I'm like, yeah, cartwheel. I like the <laughs> cartwheel girl. I send a lot of just hearts. But I like sure. the, I like the... Not the classic red heart, but the other red heart. You know what I mean? It's like uh, the suit, so. the card suits. Oh, okay. It's that one. Nice. I send that one a lot. I do a rose a lot. Confetti. Yeah. Hmm. I do like But the, the cartwheel really the does, horns, does it for me. Like the oh, I never rock and do roll that. horns or like the hang ten. Oh, I don't do that no? either. Maybe I should. It's just like, yeah. Okay, cool. I yeah, like good. that. Mellow. Yeah. Maybe I All should right. change up my repertoire. Because no one can get like... Yeah, you need a social media audit your emojis now. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Because <laughs> I feel like... It says a lot about a person when you look at their recently true. used. Yeah. I feel like for me, when I'm choosing those emojis specifically, it's uh, you can't get mad at it or take it the wrong way. And that's... Oh, Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like, what if somebody <laughs> sends you... What if Ryan like sends me a heart? I'm like, do you love me? Like, did I do a good job today? Or maybe that's just <laughs> his go-to, you know? I don't yeah. know how to read it. Yeah, you could definitely go down a spiral of, yeah. of overanalyzing emojis. Oh, for sure. I think it's best well, not to. Thinking, talking again about the youth, I feel like they talk only in emojis. I know, it's sad, there's isn't a, it? There's a language that... They forget. 
Dude, they're yeah, not going to know words. how to talk to anybody. I it's know. really bumming me out. That's like a whole other podcast, well, though. I could really, <laughs> I could really get into that. Well, then, if any of those <laughs> youngsters become, you know, clients of yours or models uh, of yours, then you can go through the new faces training and be like, "Hey, yeah, that sit off. down and look me and in the eye and talk to me." Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. <laughs> totally. But yeah, it's really interesting um, how yeah, just there's a whole other language out there on social yeah. media. Um, so, as an agent, like, what is your day-to-day like i mean besides doing awesome podcasts yeah no this is extra special (laughs) um normally it's like i i wake up pretty early i always wake up to emails because there's new york europe you know they're already they're already at it um so you check that first like do you mm -hmm. do you give yourself a wake-up period or do you just i keep i don't keep my phone by my bed which has a really i find it useful Mm -hmm. so but i will like get out of bed make coffee and then i'll look at it to be like okay what do i have to deal with and then i'll kind of like relax do my thing read the news if there's urgent stuff i'll do emails in the morning before i head to the office um and then i get into the office around nine and it's honestly it's emails just constantly all day day. um sprinkled in with maybe model meetings, new potential model meetings, uh, team meetings, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a lot of just correspondence with clients booking, booking the models, a lot of back and forth, whether it be castings or options or booking, and then you're doing contracts and release forms and booking confirmations on syngency, all of that stuff. Ryan just winked at me. He's like, yeah, ching. <laughs> Memoji. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot. We wear a lot of hats. Yeah. You know, it seems it's like a it, lot of. Um, your offices are really cool too, by the way. Yeah. We're very lucky to be in this space. I'm yeah. like this. It it, it helps because the job can, can be a very, it can get very stressful and overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look, I can look out this window at this tree and everything's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, it puts things into perspective. It's a, we do have a beautiful space and and a great crew we, yeah we, we have an amazing meet, team yeah the rest of the staff there's yeah. a lot of love there um you know we're we're very we're all very very lucky and grateful to to do what we do really as stressful as it can be yeah it's you know we have it we have it good yeah what uh yeah you could be doing so many different things and uh, i think that's really good to like put it into perspective i think this whole podcast maybe the overarching like um you know takeaway is that you need to look at perspective yeah for things and just yeah. uh you know check yourself check your social media check mm-hmm. your surroundings like at the end of the day you're doing great yeah you know totally listeners I love out there that. you're doing great yeah we're yeah. doing our best that's yeah. all you can do that's right and so, just enjoy and well, be happy yeah <laughs> be happy like that pharrell song maybe we'll put that in here um <laughs> When we were at your office too, like, this is interesting. I just wanted to kind of like pick your brain about this. Like, uh, I don't know how in depth it goes, but you gave us a wonderful candle. Oh yeah. And Photogenics has your own, their own candle. Oh line. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I have to, how did I that have happen? to, I have to, um, plug PG and co. Yeah. Um, no, it's actually incredible. Our, is that the name PG and co? PG and co okay. is the name of, it's a candle and aromatics line Mm -hmm. that really is like the baby of our the owner of the agency Nicole Bordeaux was like 
you know, sometimes she, you know, she just was like, I'm going to start a candle line. And uh. she sure did. And it's in Bergdorf Goodman and Saks. And wow, she's. Wow, no kidding. It's really, it's really something. It's amazing. It's beautiful. She's creating. I don't know what's, what I can say or not, but there's more, there's more, more on the coming. horizon. Um, I think they're going to like a perfume trade show in Italy to show wow. pieces and, um, yeah, so it's sort of just a what was a bit of a side project, mm-hmm. I think, for her a couple of years ago that really grew into this successful business, and yeah. it's it's a very cool sort of extension of the agency. Um, and when we were there, you were it was the holidays, so you guys were uh, we were busy gifting, gifting. Yeah, them. we yeah. were gifting to all the How clients. Many did you, do you think you gifted? Oh gosh, it was a lot. Yeah, it, there's and they're big candles. You guys, there's like eight. I mean, I don't this know, isn't how like many? A, there's like eight. There were like eight agents gifting. So then all of our clients. I mean, it was a wow. hundred. It was a lot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and they're big candles. Uh, they're not like a little Yankee candle. Oh yeah, on no, the they're they're, they're like nice. Legit. Yeah, they're yeah, they're heavyweight, very, nice like yeah, concrete. Packaging. Yeah, yeah, but and they're the, on the and, website too. Cool. You can What's like the link it to. Well, oh God, our, our agency <laughs> website go is photogenicsmedia.com, yeah. but then you'll find your way to the photogenicsmedia.com. Cool. Um, and I noticed like <laughs> some of the candles like had like cannabis names, like, oh yeah. Sativa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that intentional? I mean, they don't smell yeah. like weed. Like That's that. how it's kind of started. From smoking? No. Smoking weed? No. No. I mean, it's okay. I mean, totally. It's, it's yeah, totally it's fine. Totally but okay. no, that's not how, that's not, I don't, I don't actually know. I can't, I'm not the best to speak on this. We, we'll have to bring Nicole Maybe, on to yeah, speak about the candles. But I too. think that when she started the line, um, cannabis oil and hemp oil and all of that was like just becoming quite trendy. Yeah. And so I think she sort of, that's how it started. She created like it was one candle I think that had like cannabis oil in it or something along those lines and then kind of went from there. But it's expanded since then and there's different scents and stuff. But yeah. maybe it's kind of that like is one's a component like a night, of it. Like maybe one's like an upper kind of like yeah upper daytime candle. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Some yeah, oh, they smell great. So they do. I think smell we have good. the indica or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're that nice. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So we're, we're kind of nearing the end, but I have a few more questions okay. for you. Um, so let's, let's hype photogenics a little bit more. What can okay. we expect from you guys in 2020? What, what should the listeners know? What should the oh, industry gosh. know? What are, we, what are um, we working with this year? Well, you should definitely follow us on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram. Um, you guys should. This Our Instagram is, yeah, I don't, I don't run it. Shout out to Jasmine who runs our social media, but it's, honestly really stunning and and visually um quite moving Mm -hmm. so you'll definitely be inspired by it but we're also we're really pushing to do more on our story and in our highlights i think just promoting the jobs that the models are doing cool so keep a lookout for that just amazing campaigns fashion week is just wrapping up now in paris we have girls walking in all the cities and so we're posting that on our stories so you can see all the photogenics models all over the world um our commercial division is booking 
incredible commercials. So we're going to be posting those on the stories. So you'll see all the all the commercials that the talent are in. You'll be like, oh, I see this all the time on Hulu, cool. you know? That's so exciting. stuff like that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think to keep up, I would say follow along on the Instagram and just, just so you can kind of see what, what our talent is up to because it's just, it's nonstop excitement. Yeah, and, and big, that's at big stuff. Photogenics LA? It's at Photogenics LA. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Well, we already follow, and yeah, it's one of our favorites. And speaking of changing up your feed, you should definitely follow Photogenics on Instagram because it, yes. it's one of my favorite, like, creative, like, uplifting, unique, yeah. uh, you know, pages to follow. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very, it's um, a lot of beautiful imagery, of course, but then also we try to do a lot of cool inspo cool. Um, photos of di- that from different artists and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely so a good rad. one. It'll definitely spark joy. Cool. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> yes. Um, I have something. Give me one second because I wanted to read you something um, positive. <laughs> okay. From, uh, you know, Anna, like our customer service superstar with Stingency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said, because I asked everyone, I was like, yo, I'm in a, interviewing Emily from Photogenics. Does anyone have any questions or anything? Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> no, it's all good. It's all great. Yeah. But um, Anna says, Tell her I think she has a really nice manner about her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wow. So I just wanted to shout out Anna. Like, thanks for bringing that positivity that to the pod. That is so sweet. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. So, you. you know, we take notice. Like, uh, we're we're a small team and we're all, like you said, like, yeah. we all wear a lot of hats. We're yeah. all hands-on with everything from customer support. I probably could do more customer support, but our team is, like, rocking it. So, you know. Oh, yeah. But, you guys yeah. are always getting back to me when I'm, like, that's great. asking so we take stupid notice. questions. So we take notice of, like the positive interactions. And yeah. I just want to It's important. That. That's yeah. sweet. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Now rapid fire. Oh so, God. To wrap this up. Okay. LA is like really special because it has so much culture and diversity and with that comes amazing food. Oh yeah. What is your favorite type of food to eat in LA? Um, if you had to pick one. Okay. Just because this is rapid fire, I have to say, I'm plugging so many things today. <laughs> I got to plug this new place in East Hollywood. It's called Found Oyster. Found Oyster. It okay. just opened. It's like my, it's my new favorite place. It's oysters, clams. It's like seafood? Yeah. Is your go-to? It's so good. It's very charming inside. Everyone's really cool that works there. It feels very neighborhoody. So I love that. I like... I like to go to all the new spots that open. I'm very into the food scene in LA, but the the places that I find myself always going back to are the ones that feel like cozy and homey. Okay, so, yeah. um, beach or mountains? Oh God. Rapid fire. A uh, beach. Okay. Yeah, because LA. But we- honestly, I'm more of a pool gal. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Why not? If I'm being um, honest. Sports, <laughs> basketball or baseball? Okay. See, this is hard. Am I attending a game? Um, ooh, Actually, no. It's not hard. I'm going to go baseball. <laughs> Got it. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Um, let's see. What else can we ask you? Anything embarrassing now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I don't have any more rapid fire. That's okay. as far as I can get. That's good. Those were stressing me out. Okay. Well, you did great. Thank you. And now we know more about you. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for and, having um, me. And yeah, we'll definitely have to do a round two, maybe yeah. with Nicole. And yeah. Like just get more in depth and get her perspective. Absolutely. And, um, I think yeah. we should. 
Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, we'll all be watching you in 2020. Thanks. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please give this a share. Give it a like wherever you're listening to this podcast today. Uh, Leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys want to hear in the future. Um, Your feedback and your word of mouth of spreading this podcast really helps us out a lot. Um, Gets more ears and eyes on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening and sharing. We really appreciate it. And as always, give us a follow on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Syngency and Instagram at Syngency.ig. And of course, please, please, please visit www.Syngency.com. You can also find our blog on the website as well. Got a lot of good info and just tips and insight there for you as well. Um, Looking forward to the next podcast and we will see you then.